Matt, what is this? Welcome to Interior This Should Work, a podcast with two engineers inadequately designed the infeasible. Because this, was, this is what engineers do, right? They sit around and they, they think of weird ideas. Why not make a podcast out of it? how to do this the butterflies the butterflies are back mm-hmm. pete it's been too long up 12 here nice. we are welcome back i know we've aged from the great sabbatical we've aged so much and so it's been like a month since we last recorded you know it feels like feels like a year it honestly has been long. i kind of honestly until you said that i kind of forgot we had a podcast today i hadn't thought about it i usually think about the podcast pretty much night and day and then it's been slowly fading and fading and I must say, and you don't want to kill it yet. I don't want to kill it. I want to keep it going. <laughs> I should have just let it die. <laughs> no, we gotta thank all of our X amount of listeners. I don't want to tell you how many we had in our last episode, but it's a pretty solid amount. <laughs> At least double digits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back. Back after about a month off. Anything big happened last month? You turned you turned twenty six. Turned twenty six. Yeah, uh, my sister got married. Sister got married. I think, yeah, it must have been before. Yep, we must have recorded before my sister got married. Yeah, that was pretty big. Yeah, we went on some trips. Yeah. Went back home. Uh huh. It was a big month for me. Yeah, big month. We had a big review at work. Yeah, uh, I think that was. I think we had the review right before, right after, right before oh. we recorded last. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe it hasn't been that big of a month. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, not a big deal then. But we're back, anyways. In theory, this should work. Episode twelve. Theory, this should work. Engineers, what do we do? You don't even know that's punchline. This is feasibly design the no inadequately design the. This is why I want to stop doing the podcast. I don't have a devoted. You want to? I don't have a devoted. But no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Peter. Those jokes. Yeah. Yeah, What am I? I gotta say, who said this? But they said that I needed to have more confidence in the podcast when I was doing the podcast, and I said, I think someone said, can't fake that. no, I don't think they, they said don't have confidence in the podcast. They said have confidence in our designs. They say, uh, don't say, not like, yeah, that, not like. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's right. They didn't yeah. say, I remember who it was. I, th- I believe it was Emily. It was at your birthday party. She said that. And she, as you guys are like too self-deprecating about your designs. But she's not an engineer, so she doesn't understand. <laughs> so much of the stuff we're talking about is absolute crap. That's that's true. That's true. Oh, maybe you should cut that. Uh, that that's a little too much. It's not absolute crap. It's just crap. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So um, I think we got a fun episode today, though. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to pack a few ideas yeah, in here. Three ideas. That's wh- how we're gonna reward the fans who are sticking with us. Yep. Said we're not doing the standard yep. two. This is like we just had the intermission. Yeah. Uh, second act. We're coming out. Yeah, and it's gonna be a great one. Hopefully, it's not sophomore slump. No. Would you say our, our rookie season's slump. over now? Now we're yeah. now we're uh, now we're adequately designing the feasible. No. Okay. <laughs> that wouldn't be any fun. All right. Okay, so this idea, you know, let's really get back to something that we understand and we know really well. I think I know. Yeah, I think you agree with me that this is something where our expertise is really going to shine through. Our our prior research is going to really show itself. And it's cooking. We're going to go back to cooking. We're gonna, cooking has come up a fair bit a few times, a few times in this. Uh, really? I thought it was just the one time that well, mem- remember, the enchilada debacle. Remember the Life Olympics? I, I <laughs> oh, thought it would yeah. be a good idea. Um, 
the life Olympics. Yeah, you know, idea, if you listen to all the episodes, you may recall we had a, a rather disastrous episode about about cooking. <laughs> rather disastrous. Although I was, I was, I was, I was thinking about it now. I have <laughs> enchilada paste. <laughs> I have a much better way to go about doing it if we were to redesign that. But that's that's for a later episode. That's different. That's for a later episode. Okay. So, anyways, yeah, PLT, yes, it is. You came up with this idea today. Um, actually, I don't think it was me. It was some. It was one of my, you know, somebody at a party or something. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I, it might have been Emily. Let's give Emily some credit. It was Emily, and uh, she said you should come up with an idea for making pots and pans that tell you when your food is done. Okay. Okay. So how how would how would you go about starting that one? So looking at some like what's already out there. I mean, there's already a lot of like. Uh, so really, I think what determines whether or not food is done is if uh, the internal temperature of your meat. I assume we're just talking about meat here. I don't know what other. I don't seem you. I, Those vegetarians don't need pots and pans. Uh, I don't know how to grade whether or not you know broccoli is done. Um, That's why your broccoli is always extremely <laughs> undercooked. <laughs> you just eat it raw because <laughs> you're not no, sure. I don't know a quantitative way to say. Okay. But I got you. But yeah, let's let's just go meat. Let's let's say meat. meat. All right. And so every meat has their internal temperature in which you got to get to to say it's well done. Like a lot, of, mm-hmm. you know, a steak is like 350 or something like that. Sure. Sure. All right. Let's let's not go too deep into the details here, man. Um. So. So currently, there already exist, um, you know, a lot of probes. Like you know, let's say you cook on the on the grill, you just throw in a little thermometer, it tells you how hot it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, is that is that too complicated to have for a for a stove? Oh, so so this is a stove. Like, I thought it was a pot or pan. Oh, okay. But where do you put your pot and your pan? On the stove. Okay, so so this is for stove. Application. Stove use. Stove okay. Applicability. Sure. Um, so so why not just use the thermometers? So you just have like a little arm that goes and sticks into your food. No, I'm saying like why why should we even spend our time to invent this if we could just you know get out the little thermometer thing? I, don't know. I guess it's a, it's a little bit next, e- it's a little bit easier. It's a little. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I think there, I think there's something to be I, said for not having it, you know, to rip out another instrument and you know get a little thing to hold the mm-hmm. piece of chicken or whatever mm-hmm. and then stab it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't, you know, you're, right? You know. Okay. I would do it. My first uh, instinct on in how to do it would t- to employ a pretty similar method and just kind of have uh, basically like a little like needle that comes up from the bottom of your stove or of your mm-hmm. pot and like it just like goes po- pokes the pokes chicken like you'll have a little like you know zone in your pot that you like, put your chicken in and then it'll the chicken into the scent the autonomous zone yeah and then it'll come up <laughs> you're like oh well yeah because you have to have something on this pot to program because i think each different mm-hmm. meats have like you know different temperatures they yeah. get to so yeah. um so th- that would be my first way i think that's using a lot of heritage designs a lot of stuff that's already out there. It's not really too creative, but um, yeah. Or, yeah. Then you gotta have like a little motor for your needle or whatever. <laughs> Sounds kind of scary too. Like know, your little poking know, device. I don't know about a motor. You could just have something that kind of like flips up, flips yeah. up in okay. our Okay, but then how do you like poke the chicken? Because you gotta get it like into the 
chicken. Like poke it into the chicken. If you just have something that's just flip it up and knocks the chicken out of the way. <laughs> no, if you have something that's really fine, you don't need that much, you know, force to go into it. Okay. All right. Let's hear. Let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it from well, you. Let's hear it from you, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Cash. I'm intrigued. That, that, that's um, I mean, I was ready to give up. You came up. With me. Why do we even need it? It's a good point. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You <laughs> no, fell for the bait. Um, I think so. All of the like control and sensing should be done out of the handle, because like all of your electronics like wouldn't be able to survive all the hot temperatures. Okay. You couldn't have like the like a display on the bottom of the <laughs> pan, or like that just doesn't work. A right? touch screen on your on the bottom yeah. of your pan, and then think so. All your electronics and, like a little display in the handle, because the handle stays pretty cool. Like your buttons to program okay. it and All everything. Right. I like that. And I think if you just had temperature sensors around the pan, no, I don't know if you need to get. Well, maybe, I, I, maybe if it's like a really thick piece of chicken, I, like you do I need think an you internal do, temperature. Like sometimes if you're cooking and you do really high heat, the outside of your chicken will be like burned, and the inside of your mm-hmm. chicken will be raw. Will be raw. Yeah, you're so right. You gotta do that low heat, guys. That's that's really the way to cook. Sure. Well, I mean, you could just do it with, like, timing then, or, I don't know. I mean... I guess I hadn't thought about the uh, internal temperature part. I was thinking more for, like, so this is an easier one. If you're boiling water, like, every time I boil water, I go, I, like, leave the room, like, start watching TV or something, and then my water starts boiling, and it's boiling for, like, two minutes. Like, let's just get a little, you know... Temperature. Sensor on the... Yeah, temperature sensor. 100 degrees. And then it just starts... Beeping yeah. or something yeah. when it's done. Yeah, that'd be easy. Boiling. Or I could just set a timer for like three minutes. Yeah. And kind of predict when it's going to boil. But, in theory, this should work. Yeah, I think. Bo- so I think that's the easiest one, just like the boiling water thing. Yeah. And then you can have like your timer for how long you have to cook the food integrated into the handle or something. I don't know. You could just have an external timer then. Yeah, this idea had so much potential. I mean, I, I, I still think the only way to truly measure if a food is cooked is getting the internal temperature. Mm-hmm. That's that's what my dad always told me. <laughs> um, so I think we have to do some. We have to get the temperature. You okay. can't just gauge it outside. Could you do some sort of like? Are there ways to get a temperature reading of like m- multiple layers? So we'll like yeah, I'm not sure. Like X-ray, infrared. Yeah, more or less. Kind of mixing, get like different <laughs> mixing frequencies. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> X-ray, infrared. Um, That'd be a great marketing what? term. Though. X-ray, infrared. Every engineer would. Just <laughs> 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 I'm not buying that. Yeah, but like I feel like I've seen things of like, like it'll take a infrared image of something and it'll show like oh the top layer is like, you know, thirty degrees. Mm-hmm. Next layer is like sixty degrees or whatever. It shows all those, so maybe, maybe that's how. Yeah. Or and maybe if you have sensors all the way around, you get like a cross section of three D image of like the temperature map of your food, your piece of chicken. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Different so, so it's like an MRI scanner for your chicken temperature. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got a lot more complicated, yeah. <laughs> a lot more expensive. Um, so I think. I think those exist, but I can't say it with conviction. I would also say you could just have a have a pot, and then, like when it's still raw, you just plug in your you, know, you just plug in your 
your needle and then you just wait until it gets hot enough and then it goes off so it's like <laughs> instead a, of a, a mechanism that shoots up from the bottom yeah I, that's probably way better because then if you had like your temperature sensor was like connected to your pot yeah. or your pan yeah. and like you know like yeah. bluetooth it's <laughs> like bluetooth extendable device or your pan yeah and then it like you know so you stick the little probe in mm -hmm. there and then it goes to your pot and it tells you like gives you an estimate for maybe how much longer it'll take yeah and like your temperature and then it like starts beeping when you're ready yeah. boom that's there it yeah that was a great idea right, should man. i delete the first six minutes of that <laughs> no we're good no, we're good we're good we're, we're just shaking off some of the rust yeah that, that was a yeah. that was a all right i think you arrived at the closing design there all right okay so then sets so pans what about pots anything anything different about pots <laughs> so we're making like a soup or a stew or something Oh. First of all, this is dangerous because I don't think we're big stew makers between the two of us. No, we should ask Hank. I mean, I I would just go, I don't know, I think you just need, you know, overall, I don't know, it's hard to say, like, let's say I'm making, like, stew with, like, raw meat in there. You have to wait mm -hmm. a long time. That's more, yeah. like, time-based, like, slow cookers and stuff. Mm -hmm. You kind of just let that run until... Till the next day. You sound like you know what you're talking about, so... I'll, I've seen I'll Hank do it. He's a big fan <laughs> of the slow cooker. <clears throat> Okay, I'm a, I'm I'm satisfied. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. All right. Next episode or next idea. Would you buy it? Would you buy that thing? The 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 self making. I wouldn't pay too thing. much more for it because I feel like it's pretty rare that I'm like, like oh shoot. The other thing we didn't think about is like, <laughs> um, when you're making, let's say you're making some chicken breasts, you don't just like just put it in the pan and then walk away. It's like flip it. Mm -hmm. Have like a little jumper thing. <laughs> like the whole pan jumps and flips everything. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, that would be, be funny. Um, <laughs> I think you still gotta stir it. It's not like a. It's not like a pot or a pan that like cooks for you. We already made that mistake. <laughs> we already made that oven. <laughs> yeah, the, I the agree. Paste. This is just like a little gauge thing. Yeah, so. this just helps you. It's a tool. Yeah. To help you. Yeah. Help us not with Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next. I think we well, put let's let's get out of there. Let's yeah, get let's out of there before <laughs> getting more trouble. It's building. All right. So this next idea actually came from my dad. Um. So he wears noise canceling headphones, and sometimes he'll wear them like, you know, if he's like taking a nap or something, and they're like, they're on. Sometimes sometimes they like th throw headphones on, and either take them off. Or like doze off, um, and noise canceling all the time. Those use those have like batteries in them, so so a lot of times those have batteries in them. So if you take them off, you're not listening. Like your battery keeps going, even though you're not getting any functional use out of your headphones. Mm -hmm. So um, would there be a way to have headphones that automatically turn off when um, they're not on your head or you're not listening to music? That's kind of the main thing. So it's kind of like, I don't know if you ever watched Netflix long enough that, uh, oh, yeah. and it's like, are you still watching? No, no I don't. You don't do that, Pete? You've never done that? You have friends on Netflix now? Yeah, I've seen them all multiple times though, so. Okay. Okay, so <clears throat> my first instinct is that it's hard to do if this was like sleeping. Mm -hmm. I would just use a net, for that, I would just use a Netflix approach, like. If you yeah, go an hour and a half without touching it, you know, 
like starts beeping at you, and then if you don't do anything about it, then yeah, well, maybe not beeping because then the person would wake <laughs> wakes you up. <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe just like starts fading. Yeah, or yeah, something like that. Um, um, in order for it to like, if it's take, you know, if your headphones are taken off, what I would say is kind of do something maybe through like a internal measurement unit, like a gyro on the mm. headphones and I think you could find a way because when people use big headphones I mean some people do use those to work out but mm. I feel like most of the time when you have noise canceling headphones like it's not a very active thing You're usually pretty still not a ton of movement yeah. taking those off that's like a pretty big force to take out you know take them off your head mm. you could sense that and, and maybe shut off that was that was my first instinct okay. so my first thought was for the sleeping to use like an IMU for that okay it's like if your head if you don't move for like 30 minutes then like they shut off because your probably means you're asleep mm-hmm. if you haven't moved your head for 30 minutes mm-hmm. or even like five minutes yeah. we move our head a lot what do you think of that okay we, what if we move when we're sleeping then you keep you gotta keep listening <laughs> <laughs> lucky you i guess but all right yeah i mean we do move when we're sleeping but i mean you could set it at like one minute then because I mean, like in normal activities, I guess if you're like, I don't know, one minute. Normal activities, like you're moving your head quite a bit. Like you're looking around at stuff. Yeah. I'm sure we. I think we move our head a lot more than we think about. That's that's true, but I mean, like we don't move our head violently, so like that's. But it doesn't need to. Be, it doesn't need to be violent. Like for for something to pick it up. Yeah. Like it would detect like you These are, like very subtle you know, looking like left or right. Like that would. Yeah. Okay. Not the like range of listening to... <laughs> the range of motion you just showed though was very was quite a bit. But it's not how much you move. It's just like that, that you move at all. Like there's the acceleration okay. at all. It's got to be a semi-sensitive IMU. I don't know. There's there's cheap yeah, ones out that's there. That's true. That's true. That are small. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're they're super small. Great about yeah. those. They're small as well. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm. Did we define IMU for the denial? I said internal measurement Sp- unit, inertial measurement mm-hmm. unit. Inertial measurement. Cut that one Shush. out. <laughs> Shush. I don't want anyone. To, I don't so want anyone text. at work listening to this. Too bad. You've told everyone at work. I'm definitely gonna cut that out then. So, so it detects accelerations and rotations. Yep. You can tell you if they're there or how much, how big they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think that's a good good way to do that. And then for the taking it off part. I don't know if it would change if you passed, like, if you put a small voltage between the two mm-hmm. headphones, and obviously there's some resistance mm-hmm. between your two ears, right. would you get, would it be detectable Well, if you had them on versus... So I, I would actually think, I mean, wouldn't your last, your method of, for sleeping, that wouldn't that work if you took your headphones off? Like, your, yeah, your, headphone, maybe, your headphones aren't going to move if you take, if you take them off and they're just sitting there. They're not going to move, so... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's... I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, if... <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> they're just hanging out. But if you... What if you in your pocket or something? Uh, you put them in your pocket. Yeah, okay, okay. So maybe this isn't the best way to do it, but it's a different way to do okay. it. Okay. Right, if you put, like, just a couple volts between the two... Or a volt <laughs> between the two headphones, I don't know if it would be different enough, like, having them on, because then the current would be able to pass on your skin or through your head or whatever versus if they were off they would be zapping us 
Just frying our brain, dude. <laughs> I guess so. All right. All right, Pete. <clears throat> I feel like that would not be that that like all the anti-vaxxers and stuff, they would they would hop right onto that one, like the brain frying headphones, even if it was undetectable. Yeah. Would you would you say one volt? I don't know how many like a millivolt, I don't know. I don't know how big it would have to be to be able to sense it. Yeah. Hmm. You would have to be like a negligible amount of current yeah. or <laughs> obviously for power and for human well health. yeah could you have something that like like there's certain things that like use our like pressure that we're putting on something to complete a circuit like i have a key mm-hmm. right now that when i you know push it in a light goes on mm-hmm. that's something like that too that the headphone or maybe when the headphone is not fully um you know they kind of like collapse in a little bit when no one's using it mm-hmm. So maybe if they're like so if they're not in your ear, then they like yeah, yeah fully they just expand like just a just little, a little bit, collapse, just a little bit. You could maybe have that yeah, okay. get a circuit going that like says that there. And then if you got big ears and like it's just a little too big, <laughs> they're rattling around in there. Yeah. They keep turning off. Yeah, uh, that would be unfortunate, but you know that's a good I think, idea. Yeah, too. I think there's lots of ways to skin. Yeah. So would you would you buy those? Um, if they were like, you know, I don't have noise canceling like headphones right now. Premium like. Bose headphone with that f- one of the features would that be like oh that's a cool feature I pay a, I pay a couple extra bucks for that so if the option was like those for like two hundred bucks hundred bucks or those or like with the noise cancel or with the like self turning off for like one time yeah I'd get the self turning off like you get the self turning yeah, off yeah I, I used to have a pair of noise canceling um that I would go through batteries. Relatively quickly, so and they're like AAA batteries too. Those aren't, those aren't cheap. <laughs> and they're also impossible to find. Got to raid your calculator, yeah. raid your TI-84. <laughs> Classic raiding the TI-83. For for the big ones though, for the big like over-the-ear headphones, I think that would be a lot easier because those like they collapse on themselves when they're not on somebody's mm-hmm. head, right? They, well, I think that's the only those are the only like active noise canceling ones I know are the over-the-ear yeah. ones. I'm sure they have those like in the ear noise canceling now. There's got to be really? fancier stuff. Now. I don't know. I'm out. I'm been out of the me too. The headphone game for a while. I don't even have a pair of headphones right now. I need uh, to work on that. I got a nice pair. Keep bringing them on planes and losing I like them. them. All right. Oh, well, what's our, what's our, we're at 22 right now. Yeah, but that's it. That's I, it. Let's. You want to go for it? I want to go for one you more. I, for I think we owe it to the fans. We owe it to, <laughs> we owe it to him, man. We've really let him down over the last month. So I'm gonna give a shout out to everyone following us on Twitter. Okay, so this is another one. This is not so. All three of these today came from other people, so that's wow. good. Wow, game changing. Yeah, so this one came from I think it was Molly. Okay, Molly played basketball with Molly. Yeah, um, and she was talking. I think we were talking about like listening to podcasts in the shower or something. Okay, and she's like, you know, it'd be really great is if you could read a book in the shower. Oh, I thought you came up with this idea. No. I, th- I could have sworn. Does it did. sound like a Peter idea? Yeah, because you were crushing Lord of the Rings like a month ago, and that's when I really just got it. First of all, I think this is a great way to just run up the water bill. Can we bring that up? <laughs> that's, Reading. That's the first thing that you said, and I think you're right. Reading in the shower. Yes, that sounds like. But just say it in the morning, like, you know, you're waking up and like on a Saturday you want to get the, the newspaper, you know, read okay. the newspaper, get it on your iPad, boom, you just you read yeah. you read the the morning news. You got. You just used 
five minutes or ten minutes very effectively. Yeah. Okay. All right, so okay. First of all, when you when you say reading the shower, are you thinking of this on like a paper book or like just <laughs> like a waterproof like a device, probably like a Kindle or something. Like okay, so couldn't you just get a waterproof case in your Kindle? Well. Does that, end the pod- <laughs> Does that end the podcast? <laughs> I mean, I that's the only issue, right? Is making it waterproof. Okay, did you have a different way to do it? No. <laughs> I was gonna say get you know make your Kindle waterproof. I didn't. Do they sell waterproof cases? I'm sure. Like totally waterproof cases. Waterproof. They sell them for iPhones. Okay. Auto- how do you how do you interface with the screen? Is it like a layer that can still handle the touch? Yeah, it's a thick layer of like glass, and then it's sealed off with like the edges. Usually, really, they're usually really thick. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Otter Otter boxes, I think those are they sell waterproof version. Okay. Um, well, we could do that, but then you so you got to mount it. I think you can't because you got to use your hands to like wash your hair and like soak down. I'm just I'm 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 reaching for stuff to make this <laughs> okay. Not a dead All idea. Right. You can mount it. That's fine. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't change. You still just have a waterproof you design. That bone. Um, are you gonna say? Are you gonna voice command page turn? Sure. Okay. Sure. Also, I'm pretty sure <laughs> these are all things Come that have standard. been done. <laughs> these are all things that have well, been done before with either an iPhone or a Kindle. Kindle might be a little different. Cause that's that's like that passive. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Passive controlling. Yeah. Kind of kind of bummed. I don't know if I want to do this podcast anymore. I, I mean, like, I'm sorry I took the most logical. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, another way you could do it, another way you could do it, yeah, let's say you wanted to do it with, you didn't have a Kindle, I and you had just had paper books, what mm-hmm. I would do is basically um, have, like, a little stand. Mm-hmm in your shower that's in totally enclosed and then the only thing that can really go in there is like a little like almost like <clears throat> sealed off area that like your hands can fit through mm-hmm. and like you just put your hand in there turn the page hopefully your hands don't get the book too wet when you're turning the page and then you can take it back gotcha. out and... you can have the like little <laughs> you know the like medical like cages or whatever like the plastic boxes with the gloves that go in the sides. yeah i was thinking yeah. like that oh like, yeah that'd be really good biological yeah, material yeah because that way the gloves would stay dry mm-hmm. yeah, and you don't have anything getting in and then you need some sort of material that's uh <laughs> such a weird picture <laughs> you'd also need like it couldn't be glass because that would fog up you need some sort of like um, plastic proof material yeah like plexiglass or something is that fog proof probably I don't think any material is fog proof. I think you just structure the material, like have air gaps and stuff. Oh. Make sure. I don't, I don't know, man. I, whatever. But we really ended I was on really, it. I was really thinking this would be, you know. Okay. Did you... Right up there with treadmill shoes. Yeah. It... But. Mm. Sorry, dude. I don't know. It's okay. Like, it's okay. Don't it's get okay. mad at me. I'm not mad. You're disappointed. I'm just. Dis- I'm disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed that we disappointed Molly. Well, I think we came up with a good idea. Yeah. Molly's gonna be disappointed. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So we're back. Three yeah. ideas in in twenty something minutes. Yeah. That's like, pretty good. Yeah. We hope you enjoy 
the latest episode. We'll try not to wait another yeah month and a half for the next one. Yeah, we'll try to do them every other week. That was our goal. I think we can get back at it. Our work has settled down. We're going pretty steady now. Every other week. I'm going to edit it this weekend. Yep. I think keep keep sending right. the ideas. We yeah, need more so ideas. Send them to Twitter at ITTSW Podcast. Have you checked the Gmail lately? I haven't checked the Gmail. I checked the Twitter recently. Have you checked the Gmail ever? I did. I checked the okay. Gmail, I think, actually, probably after the last episode. <clears throat> have we retired the Gmail? Um, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how we would retire it. We just stop telling people about it. Well, we're telling people about it right now. So I didn't say what it is. Okay. In theory, this should work at gmail.com. Yeah. That's it. Uh, other than that, got anything else, Pete? What is this, episode 12? Episode 12. Episode 12. Another one in the bag. Another one in the bag as well. <laughs> All right.